Okay, it looks as though we are recording for the reskilling reusing event for January. This is a once a month event that's held in the Portland Library, usually on the third Tuesday, but because of some other event, the manager of the library says, could we reschedule? So it's not. It's something like the third Saturday, but that's quite all right. The point is that we're having an event in this very large open space room for maybe 100 people in here and we have an audio and video um, project video projection here of a slide set uh, that is prepared if we want to go there because there's options of um, doing all kinds of interesting things uh, if someone wants to who's in attendance uh, bring up something but if nothing really comes up then that's fine it's Thank being you. and it's being recorded audio-wise, and then also a PDF and a presentation slides, which will be uploaded soon to metageni.com slash reskill. And that's a blog where you can then just pick the month that you want to hear and uh, go ahead and relive this. Also, working on, and then maybe in the next one or two months, I think that we'll be able to do YouTube Live. So we will be not only just recording this, but we'll be re recording it live, and it'll be up for uh, review on YouTube with the audio tied in with the video. Because right now what it is is the presentation slides set file is different than the audio, and you have to kind of manually uh, work the, them together in order to make it work. But the YouTube which will be will make it just perfectly fine. I think I do address it just a little bit in this presentation that I've uh, put together but uh, so I'll just leave that where it's at just uh, tantalizing you as it is so the uh, the, the slides as they are uh, the first slide is just basically telling you this is all things re-skill re reuse, life hacking or resilience Refusing or redressing the government, rescuing or rescuing or renewing or anything re you can think of, because a lot of times there's newness and newness and newness and newness and oh there's new new new, but the word, the prefix re is about looking back or reflecting or thinking about what's going on. So that's where uh, this comes in because I think uh, we we could be better in a remote rather than a uh, let's go do everything uh, new and better and faster and um, even uh, and such. So the slide number two, and I see that the slide numbers are listed on the presentation, which is good. Sometimes they're not, but this one it is, and uh, <clears throat> this is the, the listing of all the different. Things that we've really talked about, which are many. Right now we're down, at, down to 14 things that we're talking about. And as we meander through, uh, and if, like I said, if somebody wants to bring up something that comes to mind, that's great. Otherwise, we'll just meander into the smallest of small, knowing that the they're pretty much equal to the largest of large because of the Mandelbrot set and uh, Rosemalling concepts. That's a belief. As always, I'm all, all about using the project management mindset when uh, anything, idea sparks in your head, 
think about these things, which is how does it integrate with everything else going on? What is your, the scope going to be? And what kind of timing, the cost, the quality you're asserting? Human resources, who's going to do it? How do you communicate with whom, when, while? And the risk that you're willing to live with? And procurement, how do you get things done? And when done like this, it can be uh, taken on. If you just take life uh, in its totality, you just sort of get bogged down. So that's my worldview. Like it, I do. Um, okay, this slide number four is the reskilling of how do you live stream something instead of like this, that, and the other. And what I've learned from YouTube is that you do need to download. Uh, and encoder software, and I've done a search, and I found out that the OBS, Open Something System, uh, is the best for streaming. So I'll download that because I have a computer that's huge, lots of speed and space. However, my operating system is Windows 7, so apparently now that's out of uh, whack, and so I have to go look to see to make sure that I have patches for that because I'm not going to go ahead and buy an $80 uh, Windows 10 when the computer itself probably didn't even hardly but anyway uh, so the then we'll go ahead and uh, make movies uh, make streams and then uh, go from there also there's a movie maker which can also be done it used to be movie maker used to be on all laptops but Microsoft again in their infinite wisdom has decided they want to take away that great asset so but you can download Movie Maker and then basically you can uh, copy your screen and audio at the same times and then upload it later not live stream but later so that might be done uh, too again this is all free and pretty much anybody can do it if they want to if they have even the modicum of uh, technological um, tools in front of them uh, so um, there's an advance there that's gonna p potentially happen all things movie making and video does take uh, size and so if we throw it up to the cloud instead of uh, requiring each person to have lots of memory uh, that's all the better and that's what YouTube comes in is because uh, all the data is up there in the cloud so that's that aspect of reskilling which is be technically savvy because that's where 95% of business is going and it's only going to get more and more and more and more so but not only are we beings that are technologically slaves we're also beings that walk around and so uh, one thing that I encourage uh, to do is to like walk and then so there's a walking club here in Portland that uh, walks around. And this next slide, which I think is slide five, is a picture you'll see of a railroad uh, it's a, from Google Maps. And that's pretty clear by where the start, clearly where the start of the walking typically happens for a, like a walking club that's on Facebook for P&I. And the pictures on the left especially the lower left, are like a, um, uh, an, an Android app where it's called Strava. You just turn on your GPS and then basically tells you where you walked, uh, you know, how, what's the altitude, 
and what is the distance and the speed that you went on your little walk? And in one instance, uh, there was a we, there was a walk underneath the uh, freeway overpass, so that it was raining like cats and dogs, but not a bit of rain got on anybody because it was under the underpass. And there's a long walk that you can go there. Uh, which probably nobody knows about, never thought about until I just said it here in the reskill. Well, that may or may not be true. But I wanted to share that uh, because it was a fun event. And at the same time, uh, sometimes you can get distracted on walking clubs, and there might be an instance where there was uh, the t- upper left Strava event where someone was rambling around pretty much the uh, entrance area of the potential entrance to the walking bridge where the of the K&I bridge and it was overgrown by lots of trees and so maybe someone just uh, chopped down a lot of those branches that were going over into the road that leading into the K&I uh, pedestrian bridge entrance and so you can potentially see that maybe there's someone again uh, walking around um, looking like a jitterbug. Did you tell what day the walking club happens? No, I didn't, but it's at P&I events page. You can see it once a week on Sunday mornings at 9 o'clock. And meeting at the 30th and Northwestern Park Way. So, you know, f- <laughs> we're tech-savvy people, I hope, but we're also fitness folks. We're oriented towards the what we have um as a possibility for doing stuff, which is two feet. And another way to think about um, fitness, because health, when you have health, you can really do just about anything. Or, but if your back hurts, ooh, it gets so distracting, can't really do anything, included listening to me or anything. So the the more you can, uh, anyone can focus in on being successful uh, and having fun with your body, the better. It just so happens that a new kid came into town who's about, what, 12, and uh, he can't go to the rec center weight room and use the weights or machines. He can only use dumbbells. And so, yeah, under 18. And he, so I just downloaded a whole workout thing uh, where you use dumbbells and you can do all kinds of uh, really great exercise for every part of your body. And uh, I, I printed it out for the young lad uh, that I know, and I forgot it at home, so I'll give it to him soon. But uh, this is basically the rendition of it. One can do excellent uh, exercise with, in this case, just a simple uh, dumbbell. Um, also, um, the newcomer to town, I'll emphasize the importance that all kids should have bikes because you can have... You can transport yourself. It's exercise, but it also is transportation. Uh, for uh, when I was 12, I just biked everywhere, and they got stolen like crazy. You just buy another one for two dollars, and you keep rolling. And uh, another thing about fitness that happened, you know, if anybody comes up with something that they want to share, that's fine. But one thing I've shared is that. You know, I do push-ups, and then the top part of my chest becomes muscular, but the bottom side doesn't. So I figured, how do you um, engage those muscles? And I learned that if you 
if you cross your hands while doing a kind of a push-up, but not a push-up, but a mantling, which is actually standing up from a table, uh, then you can get those chest muscles too because, you know, life is happiness when you have really refined muscles. That's a joke. But, but anyway, uh, that's, that's where that's coming from. Uh, another thing is that uh, I, went, I went to Aldi's recently and they had these little sandbag dumbbells where you can throw them in the air or do weird things with 10 pounds and it won't hurt the floor, won't hurt the dumbbells, won't hurt your face if it lands on your face. So I bought some of those because a little later in the presentation I'll show you that uh, you know the new YMCA has them uh, and they're really fun. I also bought a hard foam roller, which again, this fascia that uh, is your shroud around your muscles gets all nasty and sticky and weird and it's got lots of innervation and nerves that hurt so you got to separate your shroud or your sleeve away from your actual muscle and so that's what those foam rollers are supposed to do and it wasn't that expensive so you know go for it Aldi also in the basement I put a stepper machine a little step 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 uh, that um, basically is easy to do, but you do that for 10 minutes and all of a sudden you get yourself a serious workout. Also, I put a Reebok stepping platform in uh, my basement, so I'll be doing some stepping or some um, putting one foot up and one foot down and stretching uniquely like that. I got it at a, at a corporate auction for a good deed, whatever, but it was really cheap, and so I'm happy about that. Uh, also, you have been going to the YMCA, and I've been using the treadmill initially to lean on the side arms and really stretching out the obliques or the uh, back muscles quite a bit. Where you can't do that walking, you really have to you'll fall over if you do kind of wild things. But on a treadmill, you can lean so harsh that uh, it's a range of motion you're actually active in your motion and you can stretch out at the same time so i suggest anyone with a treadmill to do the same and here the last thing on this slide six is that i recently uh, probably have been overworking my rhomboids which is the muscles right between my shoulder blades and uh, i can think of three or four ways that i've been doing that most notably is that I biked to work uh, with uh, really heavy uh, something on one side and I threw it out and now it kind of hurts. So um, <clears throat> now I've got to be careful of that. I can't be doing you know all the parkour that I want to do. So you just have to kind of mellow out until the uh, pain goes away, which means that the muscle's not so savaged. I guess I really should just be making sure that I get rhomboids super strong so that I don't have to be succumbing to that kind of stuff. Okay, the next slide, which is over, I guess, uh, slide something about seven, is a picture of the new YMCA, and you can see that the fun new toys that I have uh, are, and Cindy, you can look too, is that... Uh, you know, there's a, it's very, lots of glass in it. You're overlooking uh, um, Brown Foreman factory headquarters, fun. And you're on the second floor. You can see all the people down below. And last, when it was Christmas time, there's Christmas trees everywhere. And it's kind of fun. But at the same time, you've got this exercise place. Three things that I found were fun was just a simple box. that you could turn it over five different ways and get five different heights. 
or three different, I don't know. Uh, but for stepping up and getting your glutes involved, uh, that's kind of really good. And it's it's for either hard or easy for those who are not so in good shape or those who are very good in shape. So those that box is really good. And the other thing on that picture is the sandbag. Uh, just, just simply a little disc. Looks like a little Frisbee something or other, but it's just full of sand. And then the other thing which I is a kind of a heavy ball thing which you're supposed to I guess throw on the ground as hard as you possibly can for your crunching but it makes a really loud noise and uh, the YMCA the new one is so brand new there's no one there so you can really make a lot of noise in the place and might scare some people because they're not used to being there so I might have to think about that a little bit more but I like the crunchability Another thing you can do on in your walks is to find opportunities to do some stretching. And my goal is to be able to stretch from one uh, rail of the train to the other, and I just can't do that. But I will soon enough. You know, it's good to have a goal. And the other point is uh, the other uh, point. Some people can do it. Yeah, some people can do it without even thinking twice about it. So. And the other thing is that on this on the next slide, this slide, which is slide eight, I guess, the body weight exercise, is that uh, I've basically printed out on the internet uh, all kinds of things you can do with just your own body weight, not even a dumbbell, but just your own body, and you can get all your muscle groups excellently uh, uh, worked through. So. No one at any time can really say, oh, I can't exercise because I don't have my... Well, you have just a piece of paper is all you really need to get ideas. And, uh, and it's just more social, emotional reasons for um, choosing to or not to um, exercise. Amen. Amen. Here's a couple of um, life uh, food hacks that I've enjoyed recently, which is uh, I've gotten a stash of... Uh, navel oranges and uh, what I have been doing is basically cutting off both ends and uh, with a knife cutting the whole orange really thin and then I can basically bite uh, into the rind and to the succulent part of the orange and the rind is good fiber there's a lot of antioxidants in there as well so to eat the whole rind is a really a good goal if you happen to have a really sweet orange, which these happen to be a really sweet ones. So uh, eat the whole orange. That's a life hack. That's a food hack right here. Yeah, and another thing is recently I, I had a great meal uh, that had some dehydrated soy noodles. And so I'll definitely pass that along saying, hey, that's kind of... Uh, fun, especially if you douse it in barbecue, and uh, you know, and, and simmer it for a while, um, because kind of kind of tasted like meat a little bit. I think we're coming into a time when people are saying, "Yeah, well, it kind of tastes like meat, but it's soybeans. And it's a little bit healthier for you. <clears throat> Not as much of the bad fats and a whole lot more fiber." Other things that are on this page I want to share with anyone is that uh, life is mostly outdoors. Human beings are indoors, that's fine. 
But there is an outdoors, and it's great to just share, like go ahead and have a meal. It's called a picnic out into the parks. There's parks out there. And so in one instance, take a crock pot and go to a park. And uh, and this happens to be the Witch's Tower at Hogan's Fountain where there's lots of uh, fire pits. And so you could take some wood, start a great fire, even though it's cold. And then just sort of, uh, even if it's raining or whatnot, because it's uh, it's covered, or you can have a great experience and you can watch all the the uh, animals and the humans kind of uh, pet owners kind of having their fun. I had this, that, and the other. Uh, interestingly, with all the picnic tables that were at that event, again, I encourage anybody to just kind of use parks. And if it's cold, just use put on a hat, gloves, scarf, a wind windbreaker, whatever it is. Uh, one of the picnic tables had... Uh, it says in the lower left, don't forget to eat your vegetables. And uh, so I thought I wanted to take a picture of that forever. And so I did. And there you have it. Uh, that's kind of uh, fun to see a little stuff like that around. Uh, the next slide, which is slide 10, is, is the next, the following month when instead of up at uh, Cherokee Park, it was held at the Waterfront Park underneath the I-65 overpass. And there's a Lincoln Memorial, Lincoln statue there, which is also, you know, cool. And I can say a lot about that. But uh, the the issue, the point that I want to make here is that uh, there's picnic tables and a place for fire and picnic benches and bathrooms nearby and it's an overpass so this happened to have been an extremely rainy day in spades and uh, everything was completely dry because it was underneath the uh, freeway so the good thing about freeway and there are a lot of negative things about freeways but the good thing about freeways is that they do uh, are a very large umbrella anybody could uh, you know play frisbee soccer anything underneath there because it's that cool so that that's that, and uh, again, I don't know that I've, uh, it's so new, maybe less than a year old, that uh, or two, um, that people really should be using this a lot. And there are a lot of picnic tables. Yeah, the waterfront park is uh, because they had closed it for a long time for construction, and then and there is a lot of construction here there's a lot of cement for the picnic tables and all that kind of stuff and uh, it's it's good to go the last thing about this adventure that I went to under the I-65 bridge which is not Portland but it is a celebration of parks is that upstream of the locks and dams is is this place this very same park under the I-65 the Lincoln uh, parking lot you put your car right there and about 20 feet away there is a fantastic place to put a canoe in so if you're into canoeing that is a really great place free parking and uh, a nice slope into the water as you can see from that picture so uh, you know everybody should own a canoe and everybody should uh, exercise to make sure you can lift it up and then uh, go canoeing on a on a nice day. I don't suggest doing it on cold, rainy days, but other times it's good. Now, if you don't mind, I'll just go ahead and uh, tell other opportunities that are happening, uh, like in the 
like in the library, just celebrating. Anytime anyone has any idea that they want to do something, you can pretty much say, can I have a library room? And they'll say, is it open to the public? And they'll say, yeah. You say, yes. Then you can basically use the facilities. I did get a recent email that said, hey, there's a at this public library, there's going to be a meeting, there's going to be a film, and there's going to be a discussion, and there's going to be talking about interesting topics and then um, everybody can you know have their mind about them and speak uh, freely and all that kind of stuff so um, this is this is just an illustration that popped into my inbox this month and I guess there's like a monthly event that happens in the Highland Shelby Park um, branch library just like things happen here at the Portland library like the reskill Another thing that happened this month, and I'm have to have to rifle through all these things because the library is going to close in not so long, and I had to wait for the movie uh, to end. It was Ratatouille, and it, it ended, and then uh, in came the reskilling. Movie event that happened before this. Right time. before this, yeah, that happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, what what happened this month too is that uh, I got an email from the volunteer coordinator from Metro Park saying, hey, do you want to volunteer here, here, here? And I replied saying, no, I want to volunteer at my park, which is Portland Park, where the rec center is. Uh, And, of course, anybody in in Portland can do the same thing, reach out, because I found that Sarah was very interested in hearing about anybody who lives near the parks and uses the parks because they're motivated to do the parks rather than someone from the East End saying, oh, let's just paint the bathrooms. Like, no, let's just be here and always find cool things to volunteer with and upgrade uh, and maintain uh, everything. And so... You can see that I got an email from Sarah saying, "Hey, it was great to you know to meet you and to talk about things." And those I have a couple of ellipses, the dot dot dots, which talks about so many things. Um, but at the end, it says, "You know, most of these I'll have to get my landscape supervisor." And and, uh, and thanks for being interested. So. The uh, landscape su- landscape supervisor is someone I should, should probably reach out to, too, because they're the ones who would maybe, if you want to grow, I don't know, a tomato plant in a uh, rec center, um, uh, nearby the rec center, and a weed whacker comes and knocks it down, that's a problem, and that's a landscaping supervisor uh, concern. Which I have no problem with as long as we just kind of start methodically having a dialogue and uh, moving forward so that everybody feels like they're winning. Another thing that happened just conceptually is that I got an email from Louva Groves uh, saying, Hey, community gardens are around and we got money for you. All you have to do is just fill out a thing and we'll just pay you money. Are you going to have a community garden? And I said, well, there's a few questions, this, that, and the other. And I got some reply back saying, okay, thumbs up. You can have the you know, community garden for who knows how long, but at least for the near future there on 30th and Portland, right where the blackberries are for free and the peach trees and the grapes and the apples. 
and behind those are you know are your raised beds for uh, go at them and we'll give you some money so all it requires is a little bit of back and forth and promising saying yeah i'll, I'll grow vegetables and even someone else promised that they would uh, cut the grass so it's like wow this is neat so it uh, it's actually weird because i come from the land of uh, minnesota where you don't think about gardening until june but here in Kentucky and here with climate change, you're actually looking at Groundhog Day early February to get in your garlic and your onions and start rolling. And that's only a couple of weeks after Christmas when you're just panting from all the weariness of uh, that whole time period. So that's kind of uh, that's why I'm mentioning this on uh, slide 14 because it's in my mind. And I think uh, everyone's mind could be. Another thing happened to me this month, and that was that um, on slide 15 here, I went to a, a house that had some uh, reusing. And the reuse was that uh, the couch had burlap bags, cute-looking burlap burlap bags with coffee on a coffee for for coffee beans and and you can apparently find them around you can buy them at cheap places and uh, all the other things so burlap is a good fabric i guess i mean you can just it's cheap enough you can just buy another one if something wears out for what you're using it for um so anyway that was nice to see uh it being uh used at a home somewhere here in portland Another reuse that was happening in that same home here is that the bathroom sink is uh, being held up uh, by a sewing machine table, and uh, and so it's made out of yeah, it's made out of iron, uh, old iron, and it's it's doing a fine job. Why not? And another thing too is that their uh, light switch is is covered over with with um, an old newspaper piece, a page from the old newspaper. It's called, with a, what is it called? Hudgy Pudgy? Hodgepodge. Oh yeah, Hodgepodge is the glue type. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's kind of um, reusing an old piece of um, pages from an old magazine or whatnot. And in that same house there was an oversized door that was scavenged, 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 and it didn't fit in the place where there it would ideally fit. So uh, you just get a rail and you put it on wheels, and the door then becomes a sliding door instead of a hinged door. And I guess I guess people say that that's that's a thing, and so it is. Space it does save space because your where's your door right there? Yeah. Just slide it. Yeah, just slide, indeed. And so that would be just another reskilling, reusing. Oh, okay. Then what happened uh, is on uh, page 17, you can see a nice picture of a backyard that used to be kind of, I don't know, <clears throat> full of weeds, maybe. Or something, and uh, it got freed up with a hoe and some a strong back, which 
it always good it's always good to have a strong rhomboid muscle in your back so you don't blow it out when you're doing something like this but a hoe can be just can remove the top one inch of uh, soil from there and reveal all that brick and even now all even more of that is uh, is completely gone and looks really nice and I even got a broom to brush it so it looks kind of a lot more spectacular than that but that's the picture I took when I realized oh my gosh this is a reuse or a resilience or a life hack or something I gotta pretty much gotta uh, want to take that picture and so and so uh, that is a, a picture that belongs to a, a good story there because you can put all kinds of things uh, in a backyard that is uh, full of bricks and this another picture here is demonstrates a project that I'm currently uh, working on needing reskills because there's water damage in the corner of this garage and uh, there's so much that needs to be fixed so this um, there is a tabletop and that tabletop now got kind of removed and exposed six inches of just disintegrated wood pieces that are going to be into the garbage or maybe compost I haven't quite decided and uh, and then the new a new uh, support post in the corner can be put in to be more weight bearing and uh, that corner can be renovated in terms of fixing the roof so it doesn't uh, get wet anymore whatnot and you can see in this picture on the very left side of the screen there there's a uh, there used to be a window but the window pane was really bad and took it out and I put in a brand new window which we happen to be either lying around or uh, reused or something and it doesn't fit but at least it uh, it's not covered in shade and or plywood or something it's open to the uh, to the to the light and so this corner because there's the window on the right where I did the same thing as well on the right and the left there you have a lot of light coming in but not necessarily just open to the wind um, I've done some more things to cut down the wind there even though I'm not really making any headway in terms of structure it is kind of a fun work area uh, again lots of light and uh, lots of projects to, to work on right there. Again, this is a snapshot. If you were to reskill and reuse, what would you do? And you can also see that there is an orange cord coming through here, which indicates that uh, there's a GFCI that has been uh, put in place uh, external to the house, and it is now providing power to the um, um, unattached garage and it can then just be uh, any power drills or whatever else needs to be happening or, or light source so you can use it 24-7 365 with power speaking of power the next slide slide 19 uh, power I usually get 12 volts from my solar cell on top of my roof and I haven't been for a while, and I went up there, and I found out that there was a, probably a raccoon that chewed through one of the cords. So I went ahead and tied it together, and I'm, I'm good to go again. So now the battery is being charged up again, rather than it not being charged. 
So those darn raccoons, you just can't have... Could be Yeah, it could be anything with teeth. Uh, but anyway, I guess ideally you put more than just a skinny little wire um, there, yeah, if, if you're going to have something exposed to the roof. Exact. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and so that's something that happened recently. Another thing that happened was, uh, was I was on my way to uh, my man cave second home, uh, which this solar um, panel is I I ran into a dumped site that had lots of straps and so I basically just gathered up all the straps threw half of them into a five gallon bucket which you can see on that bicycle shot and then the others I threw over my head and then uh, wheeled them over to um, to the house and so I have a project now which is what to do with really strong straps and I've got some ideas in mind, which if I do do some of that stuff, I'm sure I will want to share them with any reskilling class that's in the future. Because that there is a reuse potentiality. And the next picture here, slide number 20, has everything to do with uh, my mother, who's really into... Um, like uh, being, what was it, be, be kind. kind. And so if, you know, I think she's getting national recognition for her uh, be kind efforts. And uh, this is a place that's uh, a park outside of um, one of the, a corporate building downtown. It said, help humana rock kindness. One message uh, at just the right moment can change a whole day uh, an outlook on life take one and there's all kinds of rocks there if it means something to you give one for inspiration and leave one for another so there you go I hadn't seen that that's just real recent that somebody said hey we got to put up an inspirational thing the idea is to take and bring back rocks that are in a rock pile in the middle of a park, but to give it a lot of um, meaning. Like, oh, that's cool. It's kind of like coins or money. It just, you gather it up because it has meaning and then you give it away because it has meaning. Currency of rocks. I was doing yoga the other day and I took a picture uh, at one of the doors on my way to the yoga studio and it's at the health center it's on thursday nights once a week 615 it costs a dollar but if you can't pay a dollar you know, just let let them know and i'm maybe uh see if i can get the neighborhood association to pay or something like that but you most people can uh pay a dollar but it shouldn't be a reason why someone wouldn't come and it it says on this door, the real secret to the fabulous life is to live imperfectly with great delight. So it's kind of, um, don't take yourself so seriously and don't be such a perfectionist or something like that. Which, you know, from the vice president of human resources is kind of saying something. Because <clears throat> that's the door whose it was on at the, uh, the health center there on 22nd and Portland, which I recommend people using their Zumba classes and uh, yoga. yoga and other things. Okay. Cooking classes, smoking cessation. 
Or if you just need to see a doctor for whatever, uh, I guess it's well, a great. Well, figure out your health care, too. Health care, too. You've got to figure out what health care you can have. Yep. So it's that's. Huge. It's hard to navigate that system, so. Right here, walking distance. Do it for you, be you don't even need to own a bicycle. You just kind of show up and show up every day if you need to because you're there so close. So I was thinking about about having a, an, a Portland Anchor article, and I have that inspiration once a month, and I sent one off recently. But then as soon as I sent it off, I had another idea. So here's the other idea, which is next slide number 21. It's to basically, uh, we have this mighty Ohio River and we do nothing with it except complain about it, but it's just silly. So what they do in other parts of the world is they celebrate their water by having a huge fountain. They just, it spurts into the air. And if it was a high enough fountain, you could see that fountain from all over Portland because Portland's pretty flat. And if the water spout is tall enough, you can just see that baby. And if you really want to go all out, you could probably put uh, spotlights on it of different colors and at nighttime, uh, it could be kind of a cool thing. A nice place to do it would be right at the tip of Shipping Port Island or Corn, Corn Island or something. Uh, so downtown could see it and Portland can see it and Clarksville, Jeffersonville could see it. And here's the thing, too, is that the rule I would like to see, and nobody listens to me, is that it can only be operating if the hydroelectric dam is generating electricity. The electricity for the pumps goes right into those uh, the pumps that spew into the air. So if there's no hydroelectricity, you've got no spurting into the air. But if it is going... It's going to spurt into the air unless there's something weird. Anyway, so I think that's kind of a, a fun idea. We could do it upstream of the Lock and Dam because there's not a lot of uh, high and low of uh, fluctuation of the height of the Ohio River. Whereas down below, you could never do this because it would be so variable. <clears throat> Plus, um, upstream is a much cooler part of town. But I didn't say that. Anyway, so that might be the next uh, anchor article. But this next slide, slide 22, is the exact article that I did send just a couple of days ago. And basically I'm just uh, saying that um, since we have so many people who love to smoke cigarettes in Portland, it would be fun to have a cigarette, a a cigarette finger dancing um, competition to see who could like play and be the coolest Cary Grant um, on stage, like, wow, that's such great cigarette movements. Because no one else in the country really thinks that cigarettes are great anymore, but Portlanders apparently think they are. And so it'd be so great to just have a world-class thing. And that's what that article is all about. You know, hot dog eating contests, you know, a cigarette dancing contest. And, uh, and anyway, there's just a lot there for anybody who wants to read because... Uh, you know, if they publish it, and they might not, because I don't call it cigarette finger dancing, I call it fag dancing extravaganza, because a cigarette and a fag are the same thing, and I go over the history of what the word fag means. In 1822, it meant uh, it meant uh, just kind of like a 
bunch of sticks for, for burning into a fire. But then in the Roaring Twenties, it was all about Benson and Hedges and Paul Mall cigarettes, your fag. And then uh, since 1980, it's been steadily rising big time. Uh, and I think that might be related to the xenophobia that's kind of maybe happening uh, politically. But uh, it, that's for the interested student at any rate. So I think that the uh, article was fun to write. The anchor takes anybody who uh, has an inkling to write something. So just um, read the anchor, see how to enter your information, and then write an article because anybody can write uh, an article if they if someone can write an article about uh, cigarette finger looping. This next slide, slide 23, has everything to do with what didn't happen this last month, which is writing a letter to the mayor of uh, across the river in uh, in New Albany to say. We're looking forward to the K and I Bridge being open. Wouldn't it be fun if we could, you know, have some uh, meet in the middle, all kinds of uh, interesting kind of things? Go mayor, let's do this together, kind of a thing. I haven't written it, and uh, it's an embarrassment that I haven't because typically I do send them to the neighborhood association for um, anyone who wants to sign and say, "Hey, let's just ship it off to the mayor." It's a plan, and. Uh, it is it has no action yet. But the next slide, there is some action in, let's say, Frankfurt, where there's lots of environmental um, legislation, dream on in Kentucky. Uh, but there is a few stalwart people that are always looking out for, uh, you know, how to make Kentucky a, a greener or whatnot. And I do get the emails from the Kentucky Resource Council. And so uh, I, I think it's just an awareness that, you know, Portland could be on the map in terms of uh, environment or maybe not, but we... But uh, it's just a resource that is kind of more statewide in terms of getting involved in whatever you want to get involved in. You know, it could be uh, education or it could be uh, the judicial system or in this instance here it's an environment. And then drawing back even further, a nice place that Portlanders can get some uh, free information is to go to the... I guess the uh, Yes website, Yes magazine, where it's kind of good journalism, try to be practical and wise and things like that. And there, that's in my inbox from uh, my emails. And I don't mind sharing with others that others can get good ideas if they want. But that's kind of the um, nationwide perspective, if you don't mind me uh, uh, saying that. So, having drawn back from local to state to national, uh, you know, just wanted to say at this point, thank you very much for attending the uh, Reskilling Reusing event. And if, uh, like the slide 25 says, don't look back with regret, but look forward with hope. And so that's why we're we're going to be keeping on uh, uh, rolling and uh, anybody like i said there's room for 100 people in here we can all talk about how we're uh, reskilling reusing life hacking or having resilience so the next time will be february probably the third 
Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. And again, metagenie.com slash reskill is going to be uh, where this thing gets uh, posted up. So I do believe um, I've been recording it on my Android and with the Audacity software on the laptop. So I'll go ahead and uh, sign off with... um, hope and glory for everybody who uh, is in the sound of this voice and uh, be kind.